a new podcast with me. I'm Josh. And I'm Kamala. And we're going to do this podcast together. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> calling this what we're into. And it is just going to be like a short conversation about things that uh, we're enjoying right now and how we used to enjoy similar things or the same thing back when we were younger. Uh, so like the only real way that this will make sense is just by jumping right in. But for this example, we'll just be like, if we want to talk about a new Mario game, we'll talk about how playing Mario as kids and where we entered into it and like our memories and, and what we need from which the, games were our favorites. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. And, and what we need for a game to really strike that same chord with us mm-hmm. now. Right. Yeah. Uh, we are going to divide it up into four different categories here, just so that you're not, it's not every episode we're going on about a video game or every episode we're going on about a TV show or anything like that, because you can listen to that on literally any uh, podcast in the world. This is more of just a date night podcast yeah. about how we fill our our time after work together. <laughs> so our four categories will be uh, games, which will include both video games and tabletop games. Like today we might talk about... Mario, or we might talk about Monopoly, or something like that, or Which is a terrible game, or Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> or something like that. And then next week, we we maybe won't talk about a game. Uh, rather, uh, we'll talk about something different. So, games will be tabletop games or video games. Television, movie will be a separate category itself. Books, comics, uh, any literature sort of thing will be our third topic list, and then uh, the fourth is just going to be. Like music and podcasts, audio entertainment and stuff. And there's a miscellaneous. And there's a miscellaneous if we just want to talk about food. Food or toys. <laughs> <And> toys. Toys, <laughs> too. Uh, I think toys could probably fit into, like, games. Yeah. You like can almost, I'm games talking, stuff. like, vinyl toys, the collectible oh, okay. ones. Yeah, no, like, I... Or I, even just, like, the old stuff that we'll we used buy, to play with. Buy we Star little. Wars toys and just <laughs> play toys, toys on, on... We already the, have the masks. <laughs> yes. We have Star Wars... <laughs> Voice changer masks when so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So we're going to do two, two topics per episode. I think we'll probably do this like once a week or so. And yeah, uh, our first topic is Star Trek Mm -hmm. and Kamala. You never watched Star Trek as a kid. Nope, never watched it. So tell me about your experience with, with like, your experience with Star Trek before you and I started sitting down with it. Um, basically just knowing the characters yeah. or recognizing um, characters as well as, like, the red shirt, the yellow shirt, the blue <laughs> shirt, that kind of thing. Knowing who Spock and Leonard Nimoy was and, you know, knowing these particular people just by basically just other people liking them yeah. like my mom was a big fan of star trek and cultural know, loves culture yeah, yeah exactly just, just knowing those people just because of like the references and things like that right just knowing it but then sucking it up into yeah your i just but then also i just never really had an interest I and mean, i don't know if it's just because it was an older show mm. or what it was because i've always been into sci-fi yeah. i've always thought that kind of stuff i mean like lost in space well that was yeah. a good movie to me i really enjoyed that oh. one and there was other a bunch of other sci-fi 
space ones that I liked, but I just don't know. I just didn't think Star Trek was my was my jam, I guess. And then uh, I don't know how long ago, a few. Oh, we, uh, a couple months ago, we started watching yeah. it on Netflix. Yeah, episode one, we just <laughs> kind of had it like or like season one, episode one. It was just in the background because like. The way we do things is we just put stuff in the background to kind of keep noise as we're, I, like, playing video games on our phones. Pokemon, or yeah. playing Pokemon. Or playing Pokemon or something. we just needed some background noise. Yeah. But the first episode one was the pilot, and it had none of the characters in it. But I, I get the feeling like I didn't watch that one with you. I think I jumped in at episode three because I feel like I've, like, when I was watching briefly watching it i think i was too busy doing other things or not really paying attention yeah until i started seeing how you how old is that show like when did that oh start? god uh it was out in the 60s yeah like <sighs> you start looking at the costuming you start looking at the props you start looking at the acting like i think what really got me is every time they they were like close up of like Kirk, they had this weird light over his eyes, so the rest of his face was shadowed. So like mouth, like from like under his nose, his mouth down to like his eyebrows up was like dark, and then there was just a light over his eyes. It was so dramatic. Uh, and first, then, the first episode aired September eighth, sixty six. Yeah, so I think I jumped in around episode three with you when yeah. I really started paying attention and I really got into it because I was more watching, not for the story, but for the fact that it was just so silly to me i guess yeah. like there was just so much silliness like watching how all the props were made and how they were trying like when the ship got hit and everything was like they literally were falling they like just, they like, just they themselves. just threw themselves across the room and it was just like was that really necessary like so, whoa <laughs> if you didn't watch it you didn't watch any of the multitude of star trek no I, not really trek not trek really no i think there was like moments where if it was on daytime television you know when you like yeah you'd flip you're s- sick at home and you're like flipping through and all of a sudden you see i don't know i think the one with uh what's his face oh uh, yeah the bald guy okay yeah, oh, that guy. <laughs> so next generation, probably. Yeah, I think yeah. I briefly went through those. I, there was, yeah, I think I think I just kind of saw them by ch- by chance. Mm-hmm. Never really sat down and really watched it. I think I tried at one point to watch a next generation <laughs> or one of several different. Did you watch the movies? Nope. Well, like, like the up the and com- the up and coming ones. with yeah. like Chris Pine and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that was probably the big thing for me when I saw those. I was like, hey really cool my mom's really into that maybe okay. you know maybe i should check it out mm. and i did watch those i did enjoy those but it still never really got me interested in watching yeah. it it still never it was not like one of those things where it was just like oh my god this is so great i gotta see the actual show right from the beginning no that was not how i felt i was no. just like this is a cool movie cool they made a really good modern cool updated version of something that looked cool at they one live point. inside the spaceship they live inside an ipod ad like a advertisement for iPods, everything's yeah, it was very lens flare and clean yeah. white and metal. But that's and what holograms. they. But that's what movies do, though. Yeah, they, they take something up. old and update it to modern because now movies actually can do those things. Yeah. yeah. So I did have a completely different experience because I grew up watching all of the Star Trek things because Next Generation and. And the original series, those were on, and like I would watch when I was younger, like too young to really understand a lot of the subtext and and like the geopolitical conflict elements of it, like the not fantastical phasers and beam me up Scotties <laughs> and all that stuff. Watching that with 
like my older sibling and my mom and stuff it, it was like it was something that I could enjoy in a very different way but like they were enjoying it too so I felt like I was part of something yeah part part of like the older crowds yeah. uh, uh just have something to belong to and that kind of fit really well with me and like I also got into like Star Wars when I was seven or eight when I, I was given those movies uh, at Christmas and nice. watching the VHS tapes Sweet. Um, yeah uh, science fiction and stuff all just kind of became part and parcel for me growing up as well as like my uh, finding a place to sit down with my family and, and watch the shows and like definitely the original series and next generation are probably the best versions i mean deep space nine is also excellent but like <laughs> you you really gotta focus on the original and next gen which were the experiences that the show was supposed to be right yeah. growing up with me and my sister was like our show was Voyager, right? Okay, Star Trek cool. Voyager, and that was like really where was my that with the female captain. Yeah, okay. Captain Janeway. Okay, see, I think I've seen her. Yeah, yeah, I get the feeling like I've seen some of her somewhere. Yeah, and that was like our Star Trek, right? We got nice. to plant our flag in new episodes of Voyager coming out. Cool. So. This is definitely like I remember a lot of these episodes that we're watching now because I've seen them all a billion times. And then so. we'll talk about how I ruined it for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we get right into it? Then? So. So yeah. So because, like I said, I'm watching it and I'm not really. I'm so confused by the plot and understanding what's going on in the story. I mean, I still at this very moment. I think we're into season two. Season yeah, yeah, season two, and I'm still we're, asking questions like, why? Just why? We're about the <laughs> midpoint of season two now. But I think the biggest thing is, one day I was watching it, and all of a sudden I went, wait, what are those? Are those blocks? Are those wooden, like, those look like cheese slices. Like, they yeah. look, they're brightly colored wooden blocks that they're putting into these machines. And they're just going back and forth. So season one's... <laughs> Season one's prop department <laughs> it was bad. Was but they were smart. They tried. Just a carpentry crew, I guess. Yeah. Um, they had decals on the wall that were supposed to be like view screens, but oh, yeah. you could like the way that the light reflected off them. You knew that they, they were, were just, just vinyl, just vinyl stickers. Um, that the thing that Spock kept trying to look into, it like upgraded over the time. The science scope. Like it, it was almost like he was just looking down a like just a box, and now it's like become something more. Now in it has a light, two. a light in it oh, that yeah. projects onto yeah. his face. Oh, and I think my favorite part, like honest to goodness, if you start to watch it, you have to watch the makeup change. <laughs> and I know people are like, "What are you talking about?" No, no, no. That was something I caught. Was like. I think when they finally figured out that the show was something worth it and people enjoyed it, they had to, like, really up the scale. Like, they were really yeah. trying to be like, ah, we got this. So, like, I noticed that Kirk had, like, dabs of makeup on his face. Like, his lips were a little bit shinier. His face was a little cha changed. Spock is one of my favorites because he actually is wearing eyeshadow and eyeliner and, like, his makeup is just, they like, a weird... They yellow him. They yellow him <clears throat> so much. And it's, like, you can't tell when he's on the ship... 
But when he's off the ship, you know he's wearing makeup. Like, he's got the cake face going on. And it's so funny to me. And, like, Ahura and all, like, all the characters, as you're watching them progress through the seasons, like, even in season two, is it Scotty? It's Scotty, yeah, the, the one, engineer. The engineer. Yeah. He's, got his, he's got his red suit, his red uh, shirt, long sleeve shirt, and his hair is slicked back. Oh, he, yeah. I didn't even recognize him when oh, he came they, on the screen. Like, like I'm just, like, going. Yeah, yeah, I'm like... Who the heck that? Like, who be that, right? Because it start, it start. So season one sucks. Season one's kind of <laughs> no, it doesn't okay, suck. Well, it's hold just, on. it's amazing how they they were trying so hard to make it sci-fi. Like every time mm-hmm. I say, "Hey, look at that!" "Hey, look at that!" or "What are they doing?" Josh always reminds me that they're trying to make it sci-fi. Very like the clothing, the sheer amount of fun fur. <laughs> like, has anyone like holy smokes the amount of fun fur that they use for costumes and. And the inspiration of, like, the 70s and the 60s, like, the style of clothes, like, they were... If you need to dress science fiction-y, you're just wearing something shiny. Yeah, you're wearing something very shiny, something very furry, and something... Or feathery, or like feathery. a boa. Like, yeah, yeah, like, their idea of science fiction is just so bizarre to me. Yeah. Well, they were looking at the 70s oh, and thinking boy, that was the ever... future. Well, it <laughs> took place... It, they made it in the 60s, yeah. but, like, they thought... Yeah, d- whatever hair metal's doing, that's what the future's yeah. gonna be like. And it was great. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but if it wasn't for season one, I don't think I continue to watch season two because it was just, it was good. I mean, the idea of all of it was good. It was just, it's so funny to see it so evolve. Let's, let's get back to the props though, because like they the, are the literally hairs. all wood. Yeah, like everything's wood. made out of wood. Everything's made out of wood. The <laughs> control panels have some blinking lights on them, but, but otherwise But it progressively changes. Yeah. You can see that they're changing, it gets they're making better. it better. But it's it was all just like wooden buttons <laughs> and switches and, and the cheese slices. Cheese the <laughs> the data disks and they do I don't know if you if you heard them talk about it, but when they're talking about the data disks, they are talking about him recording on tape. Which is how is the it computer... like a floppy? Yeah, yeah. It's like how computers read information before was all on tape. Oh, that makes right? sense. Like and a so, reel. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's... They didn't think that computers were going to move past that, so they always just referred to it as, you know, being... Hey, they were kind of like tape. the first ones to do mini-disc then. Yeah. When you really think about it. Uh, it's just a wooden block, but when you think about the the, the fact that they thought that it was just going to be, well, I I think it's tape. hilarious that like they were more thinking of like feeding the punch cards into a computer. Cause, yeah, and they were changing it because so switching uh, a computer's programming or switching between uh, <laughs> the blue a, one's going to work. Better. Yeah, <laughs> switching between <laughs> things for the computer to do, they would take out the the their wooden block, <laughs> their wooden block out of the and then slide. put a different colored wooden block in. <laughs> They're not labeled or written on anywhere. There's just no painted, print at all. Painted wooden blocks. Yep. But that that was that had to have been inspired by punch cards because that's how you would feed information to that's computers true. in the past, right? Yeah. So that must have been what they were thinking instead of just like, oh no, all this information exists in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's good times. So, uh, like, and it progressed into the future, and and yeah, like as we got to season two, they're, they they still, still using they're still using blocks, the, man. the blocks, man. They can't give those up. But <laughs> they're now 
they're, they've updated everything. Like, there's oh, the things, computers. Yeah, the computers look better. The pa- the light panels. You can tell that they've, instead of it just being, like, a flat screen with, like, just lights, it's literally little actual, like... Diodes. Diodes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, they light up. Everything makes sense. They change the, the, deca- the decals on the wall to, so make, of course, make it look like, like they're actually, moving. Yeah. But, like, even the screen in Season 2 looks better when they're, like... Oh, yeah, their main view screen yeah, looks better looks in Season 2. Yeah, it looks so good. So, and also the computer monitors so they can talk to each other between decks. They, I love they're that. They're just FaceTime videos, yeah, but, like... but it's, it's good because, like, even though you have, like, you can... You, yourself, as the viewer, can see the character who's talking, but the person they should be looking at is actually in behind. Yeah. So, like, they're, like, almost like they purposely turned it so it's almost like, almost like a fourth wall deal. It's weird. And I think that was because... Couldn't get the over-the-shoulder shots? Over-the-shoulder shots, yeah, because they're they're just superimposing another camera feed over top of whatever mm-hmm. they're showing, right? But it's also because the entire first season, they didn't do that for, like, the communications between desks. So we didn't realize, like, at no point... Would you have known that the big block sitting on the counter was supposed to be a television monitor or a computer monitor? It was just because it was always shot. We were always looking at it at the back. Behind it, yeah. I think that was just a, hey, we had an idea how to do that. And then they're like, well, make sure it's in every scene that we're doing it then. Yep. And you said that uh, you wouldn't have been into it it if we didn't see the progression over time. I think you would have because season... Two starts with bangers. I know season two is amazing. Like I'm sorry, but like season one, I don't remember how many episodes in it, but yeah. I kept wa- I kept wondering how long it was gonna take to get to the next thing, because Josh goes and tells me as I'm like in season or in season one, like, like episode midpoint of season midpoint one, midpoint yeah. somewhere, he goes and pipes up and says. Oh yeah, Spock has this weird ponfar thing, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" So of course I have to question him to death, and he explains it all to me, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I have to see this!" And like evil Spock and all these other fantastic episodes. Okay, okay, episodes. yeah, because season okay, season one did have the evil Spock. Episode. Yeah, which I could not wait for because I was just like, "There's a there's a moment where Spock has a goatee and he's got and his eye and I mean like even James uh, Kirk. or Kirk, like even Kirk." Has You're on his, first name basis. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> even though he's such a wiener. Yeah. Um, but like even like that evil uh, Kirk one that, yeah. that episode where he like the good Kirk and the bad Kirk where they have like the Islander to, to basically show that he's a bad guy. Oh yeah. Like I love those little tiny things in television shows that they put because it's so silly to think that someone that is a bad guy or the villain just has, ha- a goatee. has a goatee or has like eyeliner or just it's the same person don't don't get me wrong but hey they have one slight difference and what is it <laughs> they have a goatee and it's they're like, also evil and they're also evil yeah. but it's like how does having a goatee goatee make them so evil so that episode <laughs> was of course there was a malfunction with the transporter. And yeah, because it, it, it doubled him. It beamed him into a parallel dimension where everyone was evil and warlike. Yeah. And so it, sw- it swapped the places between the two. Yeah. Uh, evil Spock and, and good Spock. And also the away teams got blinked. So, like, yeah. on the on the good inter- enterprise, uh, they recognized that these were evil yeah, imposters immediately, immediately and locked them up. But then we're following 
the crew through the evil mirror enterprise and they're just like it's a lot easier to be to pretend to be an asshole than it is to be an asshole pretending to be good yeah because man spock is quite the guy quite the guy quite the, i love his snarky little remarks and i like i think i love he's it. such a bitch he is but i love his snarky little remarks because i like i told you before i think i love the fact that because he is only part human yeah half right human. half human he's only half human the fact that he is he always his vulcan side always wins when mm-hmm. it comes to the whole emotion thing because he's like why do i need to feel mm-hmm. sad or angry about something when it's like i can just straight up tell you how i feel and yeah. i think that's what i like about him is his honesty he's like you're a jerk plain and simple mm-hmm. like he's not gonna sugarcoat it he's not gonna be nice to you about it i mean he straight up and tells you he's like yeah you're a jerk so the uh, awesome episodes that oh, yes. I, I kept telling Kamala to wait for uh-huh. were Pon Far. Yes, yes. Which was every seven years, Vulcans have to return back to their home planet to fuck. <laughs> to get it on. To get it, to get their, to get their jollies. Yeah. To get their rocks off. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, their blood boils in their body and it kills them. And or they gotta be really violent. Yes, One the, of the, two, like, the two options are: you either gotta fuck, or, or you gotta, gotta kill. kill something. Yeah. One of the two. And I explained this to Kamala, <laughs> and she legit could not wait until we got to I that episode. I could not wait. I could not wait to see Spock, the one that doesn't show any emotion whatsoever, just turn into this mad mess of horniness. <laughs> <laughs> so horny and violent. <laughs> no. Um, and then. And that's the first episode. Yeah, literally the first episode of season two. It was just uh, like we're all like we're both like what? Yeah. <laughs> Spock's not well. What's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, then the Tribble episode, the Trouble with Tribbles, which is that's somewhere further in. Further yeah. into this. Is that was a good season. one. Which is just another. It's just, just that extra fun for I was telling you about. They just <laughs> took it, balled it up. Ta-da! And that's tribble. an alien creature, and they just continuously multiply and multiply. And because they're asexual and they just they're like snails they're all they do is like eat and reproduce yeah like snails uh, and what was the other one uh, the one where <clears throat> Scotty has a drinking competition I told you about that one yeah, I mean that, that episode was, was that was not so bad yeah the episode was kind of meh the episode itself but, but yeah. watching him try to drink um, it was when uh, those alien beings were they had put themselves in that light and they needed other bodies to or what, no 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 that was the other one um you're thinking of the one where they were taking over uh spock and kirk's bodies oh okay thing. but no well, it's uh, this was just the one where uh they were interplanetary beings who sent a distress distress signal and then they commandeered the enterprise to fly out of the known galaxy oh Oh, yes, yeah. because they they had taken over human bodies and they were becoming more human over time because yeah. of the actual state being in this body for so long. And Scotty was just like, well, we got all... we got to find distractions on how to like get them to be on their more human side so they can like not take us into this place and yeah. try to kill us. And to do that, <laughs> Scotty drank the one guy under the table. Oh, did he ever until he fell at the door? Kirk seduced one. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, obvious. Which led to the jealousy of the other one. Yeah. What was the last? There was four, right? 
Uh, and the other one they just beat up, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't remember. I can't remember. I think we were too busy watching we were li- Kirk yeah. seduce the female. Yeah. Because she was just like... Because that's just what Kirk do. Yeah. That's I what Kirk do. do. He kisses her. And she's like, well, what's that for? <laughs> that's my way of saying thank you. And no, it was then, a, apologize. Oh, apologize. Blah, I don't know. She's like, apologize to me more. Kirk, keep it in your pants for like a minute. Please. So what's... Uh, I mean that we've we've kind of ranted about why we like them so much, but what is it that you would say? Uh, because you didn't have any experience with it when you were younger, uh, what what is it that you'd say is keeping you from just like turning it off and not thinking about it again? Like, what is it that brings you back to this? To keep watching? Yeah, I guess it's just because it's different from what I have watched now. Like, okay. I don't. I really, I, just, I guess I just enjoy the characters. I enjoy the dynamic between all of them. I mean, like, when Kirk and uh, McCoy and Spock are in the same room, it's it's funny to me how they, they banter back and forth. Like, I, it's obvious that They just McCoy, have a big old bitch fest. Oh, it's obvious that McCoy is not, like, a huge fan of Spock because he is so logical and everything. And, like, Kirk is kind of like the middleman where he's like, I love both you guys. You guys are great, but you both are just little bitches sometimes. You're both my favorite children. (laughs) I love you both, (laughs) but sometimes I have to side with one or the other. Yeah. But, like, I I think it's just the dynamic. I think it's the characters, and I, I just can't wait to see, I think, what they come up with next. Like, with every episode... It's it's when they when they visit planets, I think is the ones I like the most is because it's like what craziness are we going to get up to now because you have one that was kind of like um the Native American one that I saw. That yeah, one that was one was so was iffy. Really it was hard. so hard to watch. Yeah. But then you have one that they like did the mobster, the mobster, the mobster planet. Yeah, which that was just was like fun. of all gangs being on one planet and then they had one that was like the Nazi one which was like really rough because it was just like what (laughs) and then and then you know for me it was just like now I'm getting like a trend of how 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 this show works because it's like every captain except for Kirk and maybe like that select few that he's still like kind Mm. of like still in space they're all corrupt they're all jerks for some reason they like land there and they get caught by one of the indigenous and then before you know it they have to choose between life or death and they decide to choose life so that means they like violate the crime directive constantly constantly to the point where you have like i said they have the nazi one you have this uh what was the other one it wasn't the gang one. There no, was, uh, it, the one where the Fountain of Youth one. The Fountain the... of Youth one, and they're all, and those those captains are all buttholes. <laughs> Every single one of them, yes. they got crazy looks in their eyes. The Commodores, if you're a Commodore or an Admiral or you just are another, a or just another nugget. captain, you're the worst. You're the worst, and like of course we all know about the Captain Karate Chop. Oh yes, that is like Captain unnecessary. Kirk, captain Kirk's go-to move is a Karate Chop. Yeah, just and, to the neck. Yeah. And Shut whenever up. you see another captain, they're all doing the same karate chop. Oh, yeah, because I, I watched it. It was, got, like, basic training. It was basic training. As yeah. a captain, you need to know one move. Hi-ya! And that is the end of it. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's just the dynamic between the characters. I really enjoy watching them yeah. grow. I like, I like to just see what mess they're going to come up with next. Because, again, it's a, it's a show trying to be sci-fi, but they're not sure what sci-fi is. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's what I like the most about it is... What mess are they going to come up with? I mean... You don't even know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, it, they were inventing sci-fi as they went. And that's, yeah. the, that's the cool thing. I mean, the fact that, like, Ahura has that 
microphone looking thing in her yeah, ear. The Bluetooth, yeah. It, it's it's the up and coming Bluetooth. I mean, really think about like what they're doing in the show is almost a really cool way of saying what do we have in modern day that represents what they have now. Like we have floppy disks, which I'm going to say is probably those square wooden pieces. Yeah. You know, well, we that, have that is the USB drive. Is those, USB yeah. drive, but you know, floppy USB. I mean, think about all the cool things that they have come up with to try to be sci-fi without even knowing what sci-fi was. Well, it's like a lot of the inventions that we have were just people looking at, at looking to science fiction and saying science fiction is predicting what we can do. And that's yeah. why... I mean, I wouldn't doubt have... in years to come that we could actually learn to transport ourselves somewhere. Or That'd be cool. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm actually more looking forward to the replicators. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, all this cool material on this show is... It's just their way of going... We're going to do this. We're yeah. going to try. We're going to be what, you know, what would people think is cool yeah. that we don't have now? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Computers. Computers are a big thing. But how do we make them, like, spacey? How do we make, make them, them, like... Make them smaller. Yeah, make <laughs> them smaller or make them, like, have lots of buttons or yeah. make them so smart that they try to kill the ship. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk uh, about the other thing? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, we were kind of late to the party on this one. Yep. This Christmas, Kamala bought me a Xbox One. Yes, because I'm the best girlfriend ever. Yeah. And I've been uh, wanting to upgrade for a while and just never felt comfortable spending that much money on a thing. And uh, so she bought me that and we realized that we didn't have any games. And so we were looking through the games that were available. And we found one that everybody was saying was super fun and great and we picked up stardew valley yes yes and i knew that i would like it because i liked animal crossing Mm -hmm, me too and harvest moon me too and well not farmville but i was never into farmville never got into that just because it was just one of those spammer things on facebook that drove me crazy when fate when i got into facebook it was like farmville was like the shit Uh, and i'm like i don't want to invest time in this because i i mean like for me, Harvest Moon and Ga- in Animal Crossing was the GameCube. Yeah. That's how I got involved in them. I know there's like Nintendo or what is it, um, Game Boy Harvest, Harvest Moons and stuff. Harvest Moon Advance, yeah. But I never, yeah. I really wasn't into those because I, I had a Game Boy, but it was one of those things where it was like I was limited to what I was given because my mom was the one buying the gifts. Karen, my, my sister and I got one game each. That was pretty much That's it. That's how that worked. That yeah. was pretty much it. We had one game. We had Legend of Zelda and uh, Mario or WarioWare or something like yeah. that. Some Wario game for our Game Boy Colors. That's it. We didn't go any further than that because my sister and I were not like huge gamers, but we enjoyed playing. So when we got the GameCube, which it was a shared system <laughs> because there was issues with getting me one and getting her one. So we always had shared systems. And so the GameCube was the shared one. this just really paints us as being... <laughs> Yeah, we were kids in the 90s yes. <laughs> and the early 2000s. Yes. And, like, I, I think a lot of what we're saying is very indicative of, uh, like, our lives at the set. Because if you were to talk to, like, kid or teenager now, they'd just be like, all games online. They're all, oh, all the games yeah. are on just... And they, they probably have multiple games. On the internet, you can just buy... You can buy them for four dollars, or you could just download them all for free. Get yeah. an emulator. So, like, that wasn't really an option when we were no. growing up. No, and 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 like those those particular games, 
I mean, for us to have video games, it was like either we saved the money and bought it ourselves Mm -hmm. or we had to know enough about the game to be like, mom, 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 buy this for us, please. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't even remember how I got Harvest Moon. I don't know if it was one of those ones. You stole it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember how I got Animal Crossing, and I don't remember how I got Harvest Moon. It was just those two games I just knew I had. My sister and I played. Um, I beat the Animal Crossing one. If that if beating you means you get a gold, the gold the statue. statue. Gold statue. I, like, kicked that. ass in that. I, I did, too. I, I got the gold statue, and, and I, it annoyed my sisters, but... And I think I started... I think when I did the Harvest Moon thing, I married... I think the brunette girl first. I can't remember anything. And then I think I, I restarted over because I was like, I want to see what the other girls are like to be married to. <laughs> so, actually, Animal Crossing, we didn't buy. We borrowed it from our friend. Yeah. Because a feature of the GameCube was that uh, you could load the entire game animal crossing yeah. off the disc and then just take the disc out and as long as you don't hey. as long as you don't power off the gamecube you can continue to play oh hey i see i didn't know that yeah so we would load it like once and then it would be running for a month until i'd be like cab okay, i, I want to fucking play metroid now so yeah. i need to play something else yeah i i really need to play something else um, and then eventually we we just bought it and that was that but It was really great. And yeah, the Skinner box idea of just like, leave the house, go do, you know, four or five things, and then put the game down. And oh shit, is that the time already? Yeah, that's pretty much what Animal Crossing was, because you could spend an entire day just doing stuff. And that's what Harvest Moon was, which you could spend like an entire sitting just doing a ton of things. And that to me is what Stardew Valley is, because like, it's... It's reminding me why I liked Harvest Moon. It's yeah. reminding me why I like Animal Crossing, even though Animal Crossing has the new update on the the mobile app, uh, the Pocket Camp. Yeah, Pocket Camp's fine. I love that little game. I play it every day. <laughs> it's one of my daily things when I you know when I'm up in the morning and when I'm at work. But like Stardew Valley, it is a really fun little game. I mean, it's every time like I have my own account. Josh <laughs> has his own account, and we play we play it so differently from each other. Yeah. Like mine, we're is, having completely different yeah, experiences with like, the game. Like Josh is like one of those people that is just like he just plays the game and sees what comes up. And me, I'm just like I get into the game so much, which I am. I'm so addicted to the point where I'm like online looking up <laughs> what villagers want, what gifts, and making sure that I get the right connection because I'm so much of a perfectionist. It's like I want the perfect game, right? So looking up how many, you know, days the crops are, how good this is and you know, looking at all the festivals to make sure that I'm ahead of the game so I have like the right stuff and I mean, because of that, I'm helping Josh too though. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think it's just a very dangerous game because it's it is one of those one more turn games. The last one more turn game that I had was uh, Civ Five, Civilization Five. Uh-huh. Uh, that is like, oh, it's only this time. I'll, I'll I'll just do one more one more turn and then I'll go to bed. Oh well, I should probably just do one more turn. That's and because like, each day's a minute. Yeah, and that's that's Stardew Valley is now. The, the days go so fast and then you only save at the end of the day so like you have to play all the way through the day to save it and then there's no real pause function on it either no, so there is no pause yeah you guys gotta work on that <laughs> please chuckle fish is that that's the developer so. yeah okay <laughs> I think chuckle so. fuck 
Um, yeah, chuckles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I've put twenty hours into the game already. Can only I imagine think, how I many. I think you've put, put about the same. Yeah, because I have yeah. two. I have two separate farms. Yeah. I have my starter farm, which is under one name, and then I like reset well, it because i i started with a i started with the mining farm more challenging a little farm. more challenging but it was cool because of the fact that i when i did start it i got to upgrade to like the first level of mining mm-hmm. because i was in that particular area so i was getting different events to happen at different times when josh was doing just the regular standard farm he was getting different events to start at different times because, like, for me, I've decided that I don't think I want to marry anyone. Because, like, all the characters are, like, all the dudes are garbage except for Sam. He's a sweetheart. He's Sam's like, the best. He's, like, an anime character. Sam, Sam's the only good. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's great because you get a date in Naruto. Exactly. <laughs> like, he, to me, he's Goku. Like, he yeah. looks like he's got the Goku hair. And he's a sweetheart. But the rest of them are garbage. All the girls, I'm not. Because one out of ten, only one out of ten men are decent. <laughs> The rest are trash. Hey, good. You're the one out of the ten. Okay, well, I appreciate that. (laughs) I found it. (laughs) But then nine out of ten of the girls are perfect snowflakes, and the other one's Haley, and she's a bitch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, but the cool thing about that was when I started the first round, Haley wasn't very nice, but then when I started the second round, she was super nice to me. So it was almost like, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or what's going on, but like, I don't know. I, I really do enjoy the game. I love it. It's very addicting. I mean, for like the first time we started playing it, I think I dreamt about it like the first yeah. three days. Like all I could think about is like harvesting and how I was going to do the fall and how the summer is just an absolute write off because I'm like, or the spring was absolute write off, but the summer was going to be like awesome. And I was like getting ready for the, I have like a cheat sheet. I have things on my yeah, computer. Yeah, she has a crib sheet and the, and uh, <laughs> she bookmarked the wiki on her. Oh laptop. yeah. Like I, and I know that thing inside and out now, baby. You tell me you want a villager. <laughs> boom. Villager. Which one? Boom. Abigail. Okay. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> got this <laughs> i i'm reminded of when rock band first came out i played it so often that i would see the chords the, the, the notes <laughs> pass my eye when i closed my eyes that night that was would, bejeweled blitz for me i would dream about yep. yeah it was bad yeah uh, you know you're playing a game way too much when you start dr- when you close your eyes at night your brain is thinking how you can do it better so what about this game do you think it is that is driving you towards addiction like what is it that that has you wanting to do so much for just a video game yeah i get the i guess it's kind of like the whole purpose of like having having specific daily things to do but also having multiple things that are goals and i think i like that the most is for me i'm not very good at i've never been good at mario like the whole like getting to the end of the level. Yeah. I've never been very good at one sh- like one person shooters cuz I stink at the controllers. But like this game is easy because it's one of those things where it's like you wake up, you go mm. water your plants, you water your dog, you pet your dog, and then you got to decide what you want to do today. Yeah. Is it sunny outside? Is it raining? Um, you know, do you, what kind of materials do you have? Do you need to get some more wood? Mm. Um, is there someone's birthday? Do you want to go check the store? Do you like? There's so many little things, and with every event that happens, like with each festival, I think that's pretty cool too. Because then yeah. it's like you have something to look forward to, right? You have like yeah. the 
I think it's the Aloha one with the, you have to the have luau. Some, the yeah. luau one where you have to like have something to add to the soup. Well, you know, depending on what you add to the soup, the governor's response is different. And it could either increase your friendship with certain people in the village or it could decrease it or it could just not affect anything at all. And, you know, you've got a shitty soup. But, like, (laughs) it's it's those kind of things that you're... These small events that you feel like you're you're building to an event and then... Plus, I'm one... uh, Again, I'm a perfectionist as well as I love to organize. Yeah. And I like being able to be in charge. I'm kind of the boss. I'm the leader. I I like being able to be like, I make the rules. And being able to just, like, plant. And, I mean, like, I like the idea of that. I love the idea of just being like, okay, this is what we're going to do today. I've got my set idea in my head. And, like, the bundles, that's great. That's something to look forward to, like, a stretch goal, right? Yeah. So you you have to... Uh, complete a bundle of certain items to progress like little goals to open up the map further for you and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the quiet quiet tedium, I guess. Like, it's you know, mindless. You go water the plants every morning, right? And then you go do things and then the fucking fishing mini game because it's so frustrating that is the garbage yeah i haven't even fished since i started i lost my fishing pole (laughs) yeah i don't know how you did that she lost her sword and her fist fishing pole yeah just you can't you can't sell them you can't throw them away i i looked in my inventory and it was just gone i've looked in all three of my chests that's just gone i have no fishing pole and i had to buy a sword because i lost my sword i don't I know how have anything nice <laughs> anyways yeah it's it's definitely just like that it's starting to be the game that just kind of fills the space because yeah. like if i want to play an action game or something like that i've got fallout or metal gear solid or mm. you know something high energy and stuff but like when we first started playing the game, I was, like, uh, anxious to get things finished. Yeah, that f- it, it does give you that kind of feeling, for sure. You feel like there's not enough time in the day, right? Yeah. Especially with, like, your farming stuff, because uh, when you start off, watering your plants takes, like, half your energy, and you, and it's already <laughs> 4 p.m., so there's nothing else you can do. No, what happens is you water your plants, you wake up at 6, you water your plants, by like 7.30, you're halfway through your energy, and you're like, now what the fuck do I do? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think it's just like that, because it was so narrow, like you couldn't get everything done in a day, that it just felt like I'm missing things, I'm, I'm I'm not getting through them. Yep. That in my head created a panic right yeah. so I, I i definitely was playing the game in the wrong rush, way yeah because it, it was making me not feel relaxed yeah. and enjoying the thing uh which is what i really think the game is supposed to be about is yeah. being able to take your time and enjoy it and also grandpa's ghost is coming back at the end of year three yeah. so i don't know well, I think I think it's a really great game, and I really enjoy it. And I yeah. think it's I think the best part about it is the fact that it's not just farming. Yeah, it's there's several other elements to it. Like they literally give you goals for like going out and collecting rocks and fighting monsters and, and fighting stuff. monsters. Because because yeah. it is it is all all games that have that. Because Harvest Moon had something like that, didn't it? Um, had an exploration 
I don't think it did. I no. don't really remember Harvest Moon as well yeah, as I... I, I mean, I, I all I remember is, like, kicking ass and some farming. Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> like, the name was Bessie. It was a cow. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you like this? Do you yeah, think? this is good. Are you good? Yeah, yeah, this was fun. Nice nice time to just nice chat. Nice just chat, catching yeah. up. That's, it's it, it does become the podcast where we talk... Where we just gush over things that we like. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? I like gushing. You know how I get into things. Yeah. Especially when I like things. Yeah. And we like liking things. We like liking things because yeah. we're into it. It's important to like liking things and you're allowed to like what you like. The however, way you like them. The way you like it and yeah. however much you like it. Yeah. And don't let anybody have, ever tell you differently. Amen. So Amen. Preach you it. can... <laughs> Uh, you can check out all of the stuff that we do at scudsworth.com. We do uh, other podcasts there and webcomics, as well as Kamala and I play video games. We do mm-hmm. a Let's Play series called Local Multiplayer. They're pretty funny. This is our very first episode, so if you could uh, give us a five-star rating. Any rating helps, but a five-star would be nice. Five would be super. Subscribe and like and share this with your friends. Please. And you can hit us up. On Facebook, the scudsworth.com group is where you can find us on Facebook. Yeah. And on Twitter. I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it. I only only use it to, like, support you. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Support the Scud, yay! (laughs) You can find us on Patreon at patreon slash T-E-H-S-C-U-D. And uh, donations help us produce more things at at the website. Good. I'll find some music to put at the end here. Chicka boom, chicka boom. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to us talk about things that we like, and we hope you like them too. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>